Hey everyone, welcome to the Suede Life Podcast. I'm Wade and this is Susie. Hey. And today we are talking about coffee. Easily one of our most favorite beverages, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, hands down. <laughs> Over the past year and a half, it quickly became mine, but it's always been yours, eh? Yeah. yeah. I started drinking coffee probably like most people in high school or something. And, uh,. Yeah, like studying, staying up late, thinking that a pot of coffee is going to save me. <laughs> and I somehow survived high school and college without uh, drinking coffee at all. Yeah, he's so weird. <laughs> so so to start off, we'll talk about coffee and us. And um, my story, I would say, is kind of funny how I started drinking coffee. But yeah, Susie, you've kind of always drank coffee pretty much, eh? Yeah, I grew up in a coffee-loving household. Um, I wouldn't consider myself to be a coffee snob. <laughs> like, I can be, but I, I think I'm not really... Right, like, I, it's just like food. I think some people think I'm, you know, for lack of a better word, like a snob with food, like a, a food snob or a coffee snob, but I... I don't like I will drink a regular cup of coffee and enjoy it maybe not as much as you know a nice espresso and a cannoli <laughs> but you know yeah yeah, yeah. I'm not fancy yeah. all the time and I'm really not picky so no. my story my story is kind of funny I so I never drank coffee up until I was what a year and a half ago so I was like 28 years old I think it was so I never drank coffee, never thought I would, and then I kind of had a bet. It just came up out of nowhere with my sister-in-law, Lindsay, and what had happened was we had our first child, Dryden, and for some reason, she, my sister-in-law was determined that I was going to start drinking coffee before he turned one, and I said, uh, I don't think so. I've never drank coffee. Like, I don't think I'll need it, and she goes, okay, we'll put it, we'll make a bet and the bet was whoever lost had to take the other couple out for dinner and if we were to lose the bet I would have started drinking coffee before he turned one on his first birthday but if me and Susie or if I would have won the bet I wouldn't I still would not have been drinking coffee by the time he turned one well we were a week or two away I think or it was a week or two after his birthday and we found out that um I hadn't drank coffee yet, so we kind of said, ah, well, enough's enough. So I don't even know why. I just drank it just because. Yeah, and then, well, no, it started out as... Um, well, when I would work out... The, yeah, working I out, would take, we would take a shot of espresso, and we'll get to this a little bit later because yeah. it kind of does work if you time it out properly, but... It helped me. Wade would take it as like a pre-workout. Yeah, like a healthy version of a pre-workout. But he couldn't do a shot, and he would... Do it just I like would we it. would do like a shot at a, a of, of alcohol. alcohol. Yeah. Um, he would do it and put chocolate milk in it. I would have to so I would have to take a cup, like a, a larger, slightly larger than an espresso cup, and I would have to basically do half and half. I would do a full <laughs> shot of espresso and then the same amount of chocolate milk. It was that was the only way I could stomach it because I could not stand the taste of espresso. And that's actually like super yummy, but like to me it's masking the flavor of Well, the funny thing is coffee. Talking about this, the funny thing is we just had an espresso tonight right before this and I actually loved it. Like I've, you know, in the last year and a half I've 
grown to like coffee. He did tell espresso. me that it was one of the best espressos that he's ever had. Yeah, it really was. And it's funny to go in a year and a half to two years to go from not even be able to stomach it to really enjoying it. It's kind of funny. But so since I was taking espresso for as like a pre-workout, but I was still masking the taste with chocolate milk, we kind of decided to just call it a draw, I guess the bet, because I yeah. was doing that and... Yeah, it was kind of a blurred line. I wasn't really drinking coffee, but I was doing that. Sure, he wasn't drinking coffee like most people. Yeah. Like I was right. really just so we would work out at the time we were working out 2 to 3 times a week. So yeah. so basically I was taking 2 to 3 shots of espresso a week. And we kind of just agreed we're like, "Ah, oh, it's a draw" because I was doing that. So at that point for some weird reason I said, "Well, I might as well just drink coffee then or try it." So it, the funny thing was, we always try to, as we've said in the past, we always try to drink or eat, sorry, we always try to eat healthy. And I knew going in that the most healthiest way to have coffee is just black. And me being, knowing myself, it would be very hard for me to wean off any cream or sugar or milk if I started drinking coffee that way. Because everyone says, oh, put a little bit of that in and it'll be easier to drink. So I actually went to black coffee right away because I knew it'd be the healthiest and I knew it'd be, I wouldn't have to wean off anything. And the funny thing was from going from never drinking coffee and not liking it, it took me less than a week to actually enjoy a cup of coffee. It's crazy. Like I tried pressuring Wade to drink coffee for years, years. Yeah. I, it's like my dream. Well, we've been together for like 13 or 14 years between married and dating and yeah pretty well close to when we started dating she wanted me to start drinking coffee yeah like <laughs> this is gonna be weird but like i find it sexy i find it <laughs> i find it attractive like so in other words i'm irresistible now yep right <laughs> like i just picture sitting with you know my significant other and enjoying a coffee or an espresso or something along those lines and the for funny... years, I didn't know if I could marry Wade because of it. <laughs> it was almost a deal breaker. Yeah, I guess you had to settle. <laughs> yeah. So when he finally started drinking coffee, I was like, just... She really did love it. She... I was so excited. She loved it and right from day one. And now, obviously, like the nostalgia kind of wore off a little bit, but wow. she still loves it. No, you still love it. I love it. It's just not as like exciting as it was. Don't tell me how I feel. (laughs) I'm telling me how to live my life. (laughs) (laughs) So like honestly, some of my favorite parts of the week is Saturday and Sunday mornings. Yeah, they're and we have a coffee together, right? Like during the week our mornings are a little bit hectic. Well yeah, we're both working and you know you know you're not really together that much in the morning, right? So when uh we really do enjoy our weekends because we get to spend them together and with our boys. And yeah, like the first thing we do when we wake up is we kind of get the coffee going and kind of, you know, prepare it, whatnot, and uh, kind of enjoy our mornings together because as hopefully most of you know, because of our previous episodes, we don't eat in the morning, right? But you yeah. can drink coffee, yeah. right? You, you're you not breaking your fast when you're intermittent fasting. You don't break your fast when you drink coffee. So that's kind of our thing in the morning. We don't eat breakfast, so we kind of feed the boys and we have our coffee. Yeah. Well, you know, like we'll have water and coffee and that's so that's cute. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, that's exactly how I would describe it. So that's kind of how uh 
that's kind of how we you know spend our mornings on the weekends but more about how we kind of like or enjoy our coffee uh just quickly um Susie is pretty much any way you can drink coffee you enjoy it eh yeah i mean i prefer um you know no milk or sweeteners and sorry it. i meant like any type of brew or anything. oh sorry. sorry yes i like it all as for how we enjoy it in regards to what we put in it yeah we because i started black right away it's i drink my coffee black i always have i guess you can say but you're you've always kind of drank it black eh yeah you know yeah. it's funny so no when i first started i had milk in it because that's how my mom um made my coffee or sorry that's how my mom drank her coffee so now though if i go to my parents house and my parents are big coffee drinkers my mom um i've been drinking my coffee black for probably as like, long as i can remember yeah yeah I, over I, 10 years now like yeah. when i first started i had milk she still puts milk in my coffee when she makes me a coffee at her house and then she That's always re like as soon as she hands me the cup she always says oh sorry I, you drink it black don't you yeah but so the only time <laughs> oh, now can't i can't take the milk out now yeah, <laughs> now i just say that i just drink it with milk at my my parents house <laughs> That's and the other funny thing about how I drink my coffee is it because I had this bet with my sister-in-law it was pretty much a running joke throughout Susie's entire family and even my family because we you know I have a smaller family so they obviously knew about it but with Susie's family because it was with my sister-in-law like Susie's brother his wife pretty well Susie's entire family knew about this running joke so I think just about everyone now knows that I drink my coffee black and another quirky thing about how I like my coffee is like I even in the middle of winter I prefer iced coffee and I drink black iced coffee year-round yeah. doesn't matter winter summer obviously summer it's ideal it's like you know what I mean it's like having any cold beverage in the summer but I still prefer hot coffee in the summer yeah, which but I would think I would think probably most people, most people do, do who drink coffee. I would think, but yeah, Wade's um, like a iced coffee, cold brew lover. Wade's yeah, a cold love... brew machine for for Wadey Poo. Yeah, we had to buy a we had to buy a cold the, brew machine. That's that... the only. Sometimes it's annoying because we do drink our coffee different. So it's not like you wake up and put on a like a pot of coffee. Yeah, I do French press and Wade. Um, the like makes a cold brew we which is a, a pretty brew. cool machine actually i love yeah, it yeah we honestly i love the machine we got it's pretty pretty simple pretty basic and it's it's it takes a little bit longer than i guess a normal pot of coffee but it's not that long and no. it's super delicious and yeah i've always kind of i don't really like hot hot beverages so i think when i first started drinking coffee it was kind of like oh i gotta wait like 10 15 20 minutes before i can even start having it well, most people who drink coffee, you don't want to wait that long. So my solution was, well, why don't I just try iced coffee or, or cold brew? And I was like, oh my gosh, this tastes amazing. So now I'm just like, I don't have to wait for it to cool down and it tastes good. Uh, yes, please. Sign me up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, that was kind of my go-to. And then now that's the only way I drink it pretty much. Like, oh, I'll still have a hot coffee, but yeah, the pain in the butt is I got to wait for however long before it cools down but yeah I, that's kind of how I prefer it is cold brew yeah yeah so there's so many reasons why we love coffee and it just so happens it is healthy 
Yeah. So, right, so, the so bonus. Doing, yeah. So getting ready for this, getting ready for this podcast, we did some research again. <laughs> research. So <laughs> we did some research again, and I just kind of always thought that coffee was like a really healthy thing. Like it was good for you. I just assumed that maybe, but at the same time, you kind of hear it here and there, right? Like, oh no, it's you good. Know, and you hear a bunch of, you hear a lot of myths and facts and this and that, mm-hmm. and I just. I just always assume I'm like, oh no, it's really healthy, and yeah. that's kind of why I started right to black coffees because I wanted the most, the healthiest form of it. Right. Yeah. But the more we read, we're like, oh well, there's a lot of misbeliefs or myths out there, and even coffee itself wasn't even considered healthy. What? Yeah. 30, 35 years ago. So in 1986, coffee was, was rated. Well, that was quick math. That was 35 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still doing the math. <laughs> a coffee was rated as a possible carcinogen, um, putting it in the same group as engine exhaust and chloroform. So this is like the health, like the ministry in 1986 thought coffee yes, that, would yeah. cause cancer. Yeah. Like that's that just blows my mind that it was only 35 years ago that people... Like scientists and researchers yeah, actually thought the the best part about this. So like in 1986, it was put on that list, but in two th- or yeah, uh, 2016, uh, it was removed from the list. Yeah, it's not, not that long ago. Yeah, it was it was only removed from the list five years ago. Wow, quick math again. Because there wasn't <laughs> sufficient amount of research to back it up, so it was removed, and now it's considered a healthy beverage. Um, with many ba- benefits, and so they take it off the list for being a carcinogen, yeah. and actually list it as a healthy drink. Yeah, I read a couple articles about that, and they all pretty much said that doesn't happen. That it's think, extremely uncommon. Think about it. It was grouped with engine exhaust and chloroform. Do you ever think in the near future <laughs> they're going to make engine exhaust off the no. carcinogen list and put it on a health list? Probably no. not. <laughs> Hope not. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, you never know. <laughs> maybe, hey, maybe with like smart cars. That was a bad joke. Anyways, that keep was, going. That was bad. Haha. <laughs> 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 that was a that was a bad joke. Okay, here's the benefits. Okay, so the first one, it can pr- improve energy levels and make you smarter. So I'm not sure about the smarter part, but <laughs> I only started drinking a year and a half ago, and I would consider myself a lot smarter than a year and a half okay. ago. Okay. <laughs> it makes you feel less tired and increases your energy levels because it contains caffeine, which is a stimulant. Yeah, which I think most most of us know that uh, caffeine is like the major benefit, one of the major benefits, major thing we're going to talk about today. Yeah. Because a lot of things revolve around caffeine in general. Yeah. So it actually gets absorbed in your bloodstream and travels to your brain, leading to enhanced firing of neurons. Um, in many studies and humans show that coffee improves various aspects of brain function. Which I think most of us can relate to. Like when you have your you know, morning cup, morning cup of joe, um, I think a lot of people can relate to, you know, kind of helps you wake up, kind of helps you focus a little more, kind of helps you, you know, really gets the brain start moving, right? You start thinking a little bit better. It's, I think a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah. Apparently it helps your memory, which, uh, 
I don't know about me, but <laughs> yeah, well, I got mom brain. Yeah, we'll say we read that, but I don't know. We can't really prove it ourselves. <laughs> uh, energy levels, reaction times, and general mental health function or mental function. Sorry. Um, the second one is can help you burn fat. And now this is another bonus to um, most people's goal when they're intermittent fasting is kind of like what we talked about is you want to lose weight. Now with this, it's kind of like a two for one. You can drink coffee while you're on your fast and it can help you burn fat. Right. Um, it's pretty much in every commercial fat burning supplement. So caffeine. Yeah. Sorry, caffeine. caffeine is... So ca you could pretty much find caffeine in any fat burning supplement and that's kind of the main reason the caffeine is what actually helps you burn the fat yeah uh it can boost your metabolic rate um by three to eleven percent and fat burning by 10 to 29 now those I, big numbers too yeah it it can be right it obviously yeah. varies but i also read that it's possible that these effects diminish in long-term coffee drinkers yeah so it's almost like you're you get immune to it so you can like most things right like most drugs because caffeine is a drug um you could start to build an immunity to caffeine itself yeah. right so that's why this is basically stating that some of those effects might start to diminish which i again i think most of us can relate to that yeah um, the third one is it can drastically improve your physical performance by up to 12%. So it kind of relates to the first. It relates to two, like the right? increase so, of energy levels and stuff like that, right? So if you increase your energy levels, you're increasing your neurologic system, right? Which helps with your physical performance. Yeah. Right? So um, it contains um, epinephrine. Which epinephrine is um, adrenaline. Yeah, it's it's going. It helps with um, there's so there's epinephrine, which uh, increases uh, blood flow. It increases um, reaction time, stuff like that. So epinephrine is what's is what's in an epipen. So it's kind of like that fight or flight response. It's that uh, increase in epinephrine that you get from caffeine. Right. So. Um, it prepares your body for intense physical exertion. Yeah. So it is recommended just like how Wade was using it, um, you know, a couple of years ago or a year and a half ago or whatnot, about 30 minutes before your workouts to, uh, you know, ramp it up. So, yeah. So as like a pre-workout, if you take it about, if you have coffee or an espresso or something like that, or just caffeine, uh, 30 minutes before your workout, it can really help because of this. It helps improve your physical performance. Right. All right. Number four. So some of these we'll just go through quickly. So not just because of the caffeine, but this next one's kind of interesting too, because this one directly relates to the coffee, but um, it contains essential nutrients like vitamin B2, B5. It's got mag manganese, potassium, magnesium, all these things that are in coffee that it's aside from the caffeine, right? There are other yeah. benefits. I bet you never knew that. Yeah, right? I know. We didn't really, well, like we knew there were benefits to but like, that, but we know, didn't know what it was. Nutrients, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, for sure. And one thing that we actually read in a lot of lists for benefits to coffee is it may lower your risk to type 2 diabetes. Now, that seems to be a very common occurrence yeah. in a lot of studies done about coffee um, because. And it lowers like pretty drastically, but that was 
we read that in almost every list of pros or benefits to uh, drinking coffee. Yeah, so... Um, There's a couple other small points too. Observes that people who drink the most coffee have a 23 to 50% lower risk. Risk of getting type 2 diabetes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so those are, those are pretty big numbers. Um, some other things too is just small notes. It's, uh, it, it may protect you from Alzheimer's disease and dementia. Uh, may lower your risk of Parkinson's, and it can uh, help protect your liver. Yeah, uh, it can fight depression, make you happier. So in a study um, at Harvard, women who drank four or more cups of coffee per day had a 20% lower risk of becoming depressed. In another study, um, in over 200,000 people found that those who drank four or more cups per day were 53% less likely to die by suicide. So that was something I actually didn't know that, um, it actually helps you fight depression. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I just wouldn't, I wouldn't associate coffee with something like that. Yeah. But I, I that's pretty like, cool. Again, we didn't really know these facts, right? We're reading about it. We're like, this is pretty, yeah, this is pretty interesting. Um, but, uh, and another small note too, it may, may lower your risk of certain types of cancer. So something we had read when it came off the health list of, of as a possible carcinogen, it actually, the reason why it went on as a health drink is because in certain types of cancer, and we're not going to really list which ones and whatnot, but in certain types of cancer, it actually can help you prevent or fight against it. So it's kind of funny. That's why it kind of got flip-flopped. Yeah. Uh, and not that long ago either. Yeah. Uh, doesn't cause heart disease and may lower um, stroke risk. So that's, I think, a common misunderstanding. So Yeah, common myth, I would say. Yeah. Um, a lot of people think or... It increases your blood pressure. Yeah, caffeine increases your blood pressure. Which is true, but it's very subtle. Yeah. And the effect uh, dissipates if you drink coffee regularly. Yeah, so similar to what we were talking about, about other benefits, is you sort of start to build an immunity to it, especially with it causing a little bit of a raise in your uh, blood pressure. Yeah. Um, the biggest source of antioxidants in the Western diet, which is a little bit sad. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> right? So yeah. for people who eat the standard or a standard Western diet, Coffee may be one of the healthiest aspects of their diet. That's insane. So yeah. it's quite high in antioxidants, and there's uh, studies that show that some people get some antioxidants from coffee, more antioxidants from coffee than they do fruits and vegetables combined. Which is pretty insane. It is, but it's kind. Of, it's also it's, no surprise. Yeah, I can see it, but it's it's just interesting. Like, it is. It's, it there's i don't know it just you know blows my mind a little bit that it's that healthy and it wouldn't be a suede life topic if this wasn't the last benefit yeah helps you live longer <laughs> it seems like everything we talk about helps you live longer yeah there's there's always a benefit it helps you live longer helps you live longer it's keep like listening to our podcast and rather than living the suede life help it's you like live longer yeah if you listen to our podcast <laughs> On episode 150,272, we'll be explaining, we'll be like, see, we told you guys way back on episode one through seven or eight or nine, because yeah. everything we're going to talk about probably is going to be help you live longer, 
we're going to say, see, on those OG episodes, we were saying, it's going to help you live longer, and here we are. But that's going to be in about 150,000 episodes. Fact. <laughs> see, we proved it. We did our own experiments. I was actually being Dwight from The Office. Oh, oh nice. Fact. Nice. I like that. Wow. I didn't pick up on that. Gotcha. <laughs> Anyhow, so it can help you live longer given that coffee drinkers are less likely to get many diseases. It makes sense that coffee could help you live longer. Yeah. So some, of the, benef- cool. some of the benefits we were talking about were things that would help in this case, right? Yeah. So I have just a few, uh, like a handful of facts or myths. So it's like a combination of facts and myths right now. I'll let you know which one it is. Yeah. So this is a fact. Um, and I quote, it can make you poop like a racehorse on laxatives. Yes. So it stimulates the muscles in your colon, which can produce a natural laxative effect. So I, a lot of people, um, you, you know, especially the older you get people for some reason talk about pooping. Or it's like you have kids and that just seems to be the topic. Hey, it's just normal. Part of life. You know, like someone has their cup of coffee and they're like, yeah, I got to go to the bathroom. See, the funny thing is too, though, I would feel like, like other things we talked about in the past that over time, the more you drink, it would probably, you'd probably get somewhat immune to it, I would think. And it wouldn't get as bad over time. I would think I, you know, try to associate it with other things too. Yeah. Yeah. So... That would be a fact. Uh, that is a fact. Now, your afternoon cup will cause insomnia. Now, this is a myth. Like, we're talking about a myth right now. Yeah. But we need to define a couple things Everywhere, first. it actually, it said that this was a myth. And I disagree with this. Because... Wait, you disagree with it being a myth? Yeah, I think... I think it can cause insomnia, but well, you put it perfectly, like, when we were talking about this. I said, what is afternoon to some people? And yeah. when I asked you, you said after noon. Like, like after, after 12. 12. Yeah, after noon. Like, Where I'm thinking like 4, 5 p.m. Right? So, other, so six, the reason you know? why we need to define a few things with this statement is because everyone might think afternoon is like somewhat of a different time. But the one thing we did read is that caffeine is completely flushed out of your body between four to seven, between four to seven hours. Yeah. Um, so ultimately, from, from yeah, when you have it, it just depends on when you have it and when you're going to bed. So technically it's a myth if, you know, you have it in the afternoon, which could be two o'clock and you're going to bed at like, even if you're going to bed at like nine, 10, it should be completely flushed out of your body. So it, should, yeah. it depends on when you have that. Right. And one thing I tried to do, which I still do is I try to, like things in the past, I use myself as a guinea pig. I've talked about this on other things, other episodes, and you really do have to use yourself as a guinea pig because everybody is different. Yeah. And I noticed, um, it's hard because sometimes you gotta get rid of other outside factors that may be causing you some insomnia or some, you know, causing you to not have a good night's sleep. So, as much as I tried to do that, I really tried to narrow in on the very last hour I can have a drink. And recently, I was at 2 p.m. I can't have any coffee after 2 p.m. or any caffeine. Well, I recently bumped that up because I'm exhausted or bumped that back because I'm exhausted come 6, 7 o'clock. And I'm like, okay, well, 
maybe if I bump my coffee window back a little bit, I could still get to sleep okay. And I did find that out using myself. I found that out that I don't, I can't have coffee after four now. And as long as I don't have coffee after four, I've been sleeping pretty good in regards to caffeine mm-hmm. affecting my sleep. I've been sleeping pretty good. So I bumped it back to four. But like I said, you got to use yourself as a guinea pig. Yeah. And this is, I personally think it's a myth because it's not necessarily causing you insomnia. It's just dependent on when you have it. Yeah. Right? If you're having a cup of coffee at 10 o'clock at night and you're saying, oh, I don't sleep very well. It's like, yeah, well, maybe try cutting that cup out. Yeah. Or and have it three, four, five hours earlier. I think, you know, how we talked about even how caffeine affects certain people and especially how long you've been drinking and whatnot, right? So you almost start to form some sort of immunity to it. Um, I can drink coffee pretty much whenever yeah, and, go and to you bed. still yeah, and you still are able All, to sleep decent. Though I've never really put enough thought into like, okay, tonight I'm not gonna drink coffee after a certain time, and I'm gonna really focus on, or I'm gonna monitor and reflect on how I slept. The next day I'm gonna drink a coffee and see right and compare. Yeah, I haven't really see done where, that. But... See where I do that, maybe more. And I don't just do it for caffeine. I do it for a lot of things. He does it for everything. I do it for everything because I want to... You can't... Sometimes you just can't read a book or read an article or read a label on a product and go, Oh, okay, well, yeah. I Ideally, for myself, I need this amount. Sometimes that doesn't work because everyone is so different, right? Like even me and Susie. Like sometimes females can't take certain things where males can or mm-hmm. vice versa, right? So I mean, they can take I, it, but yeah, it would react completely. It would react differently. differently. And we're talking about anything, right? So I really try to use myself and only myself as a guinea pig for me because it's the only way you can get to know your body. And I've done that for many things and caffeine is one of them. For sure. Um, something that's interesting is you... This is kind of a myth. Would this be a myth? This yes, next, this, this next is point? a myth. Okay, this next point is a myth. The myth is that you need to use boiling water on coffee grinds or grounds. Um, yeah. So when you're making... That's not true. Yeah, when you're making, um, say, French press or uh, something along those lines, or even drip coffee, I guess you would say. Yeah. Um, most people think you need boiling water. So you get the kettle out, you'll boil it, and then you'll use that. Yeah. The funny thing is that's actually too hot. It is, yeah, and so you want your water to be under 200 degrees Fahrenheit. Which is um, funny. 195 I, to 200, I, yeah. I think, is pretty typical. And I didn't know that. And if you use boiling water, um, it can actually make your coffee taste more burnt, uh, bitter and taste burnt. Yeah, so that might be that taste. Depending on if you leave your coffee on a warmer or, on a, or hot for too yeah. long... Sometimes that burnt taste might not necessarily be like burnt coffee. It might be those burnt grinds that people, yeah, that we're talking about right now. Yeah. So like, if you are making a pot of coffee and you have like a glass coffee pot, if it's on direct heat, um, then over time and in a relatively quick period of time, it's going to change the taste and some even the color of your coffee so it's a it's a chemical reaction pretty cool so yeah um just drink it don't yeah. keep it on the heat yeah um or if you're me just grab the 
grab the coffee and put it in the fridge. Keep oh, it yeah. colder longer. So weird. <laughs> so weird, guys. But, you know, it's one of those things, like, I can't argue with because I wanted Wade to drink coffee. Yeah, I'm so excited about you know, it. You don't get mad about it. You don't no, dislike it. You, but, if if there's times when she's up before me, yeah. the coffee's already being made and she loves That's it. That's true. You love it. That's true. You I love, love me. it. <laughs> so, okay. One, another thing is roasting versus the amount of caffeine. So... A lot of people, you know, you go to a coffee shop or you're, you're would buying... Be, would this be a fact? This is a fact, yes. Okay. Um, in a, you ask for like a blonde roast or something along those lines, right? Or like a lighter roast. Those actually contain more caffeine than a dark roast. So a lot of people think that a dark roast coffee has more caffeine content and that's actually false. Yeah, the right? longer a, a bean is roasted for... The less caffeine there is. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's a fun fact. Yeah. Interesting. And then this is, I guess, just a, I guess it's a fact, but, um, you know, when people say a cup of coffee, that can mean so many different things. Yeah. Very wide range. And like, if we're talking like any consumer type of coffee or even one you make at home, there, it, there's a lot of factors that, um, a lot of factors that are involved that can help uh, determine how much caffeine is in that. Yeah. Yeah. So anywhere from one to 24 ounces can be considered a cup of coffee. Yeah. So I think standard is probably around, um, you know, that 12 to, uh... it's not like alcohol. You don't have like your, you know, your King can or your tall boy. Or... Yeah, I know. But I'm thinking of, <laughs> no, a I'm making a statement. Okay. Yeah. I'm making a statement. It's, you know, it's, it's like coffee should jump on the uh, beer wagon. And uh, come up with, yeah, you have your cup of coffee, then you have your mug of coffee, then you have your handle of coffee. Oh, my you... gosh. I don't know. I'm throwing it out there. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so it can mean a very wide variety of sizes. So when you think about that, obviously, your caffeine content can be very big, small, right? Yeah, so it definitely varies, right? So it's it's really tough to say, like, there's this much caffeine in each cup of coffee yeah you can't one it all depends on the roast it depends depends on on the bean bean. it depends on the size and that or or how many ounces yeah a lot of factors that take that uh, in effect exactly and so one thing i didn't know so instant coffee um you know i'm sorry for judging prior to reading this i didn't think instant coffee was like Okay, we to didn't, consume. <laughs> to be completely honest, I don't think we even knew what it was. Well, I've had instant coffee before. That, see, that's the thing with being a, young, being a young coffee drinker on the coffee spectrum. Um, there's not a lot of things I've tried, like in, in regards to like instant coffee or even, you know, like generic brands. Yeah. Um, there's not a lot of things I tried. Like I still remember the first time I had a Starbucks coffee. And I said, oh my God, Susie, this is the first time I'm having a Starbucks coffee. And it wasn't that long ago, right? I've only been drinking coffee for a year and a half. But not only that, it's another funny story. I remember growing up about, you know, Folgers in your cup, hearing about that. And I wanted to get, I told Susie, she was going to the grocery store. We need, we, we ran out of beans or whatever. And I said, you know what? Get Folgers. I got a headache from it. I tried it the one day got a headache and I'm like, well, this is weird. 
The next day again, got a headache again. And I'm, and luckily, my father-in-law drinks it. We're like, hey, we got a whole thing of coffee here for you because I can't drink this stuff. Yeah. And he goes, oh, you're not a real... Uh, not a real coffee drinker and i'm like and i'm like oh please but uh yeah i got a headache from it so again there's just being my own guinea pig but yeah um there's just not a lot of things i've tried so this was an instant coffee being one yeah and this was an interesting fact so it's actually made so it's made from brewed coffee that has been freeze dried or spray dried so it is generally in large dry pieces which dissolve in water. So most people know, right? You mix it with hot water, stir it up, and you got coffee. Well, it's just dried coffee. It's just it's, like, it's just dried coffee. I'm just so surprised. Yeah. I don't know why I feel. We thought like maybe it was like a powder, like a like a. I don't know. Like compounds. Exactly. It was just like it was like combined in, like uh, I ingredients. I thought it was gross. It's not. It's like very simple and basic. It's just regular it's coffee. Just coffee. Yeah, it's just regular coffee dried. Uh, and then I think last fact um, is not all decaf is actually one hundred percent zero one hundred percent decaf caffeine. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of decaf and most decaf contain some small amounts of caffeine. So yeah. just so you know. Just so you know. And one fact we did find is that a lot of the health benefits from coffee are also found in decaf. Yes. Kind of like those antioxidants we were talking about and yeah. those nutrients and all that stuff. Um, those are still found in decaf coffee. So just keep that in mind sometimes when maybe, yeah. I don't know, maybe you're uh, feeling blue and down or whatnot. Um, have a cup of decaf if it's late at night. And that's that's another thing too. Uh, talking about, you know, the whole insomnia. Um, if you really want that late night coffee or even afternoon coffee, depending on when you define afternoon, you can always have decaf. That's you true. don't necessarily need a caffeinated coffee. Yeah, I know. I we've been talking about maybe having a coffee here or there. We have uh, a nice a nice bag of decaf yeah. beans bought by accident from my sister. <laughs> and she got them for us, and well, she got them for Susie, and then she goes, oh, "I didn't realize they were decaf." It's like, oh, great, we'll have it at I don't know, late at night, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love I love coffee, so yeah, I will drink it all. <laughs> But anyhow, so that's that is our story and that's our research on coffee. Yeah. Drink it up. Hopefully we uh clarified some things for you and hopefully uh you might look at it differently now. Yeah. Cuz I know after reading this, I sure look at it differently. I I did look at it as being a health uh beverage, but I look at it now as even being more healthy than what I had originally thought. I still think coffee is sexy i think <laughs> it has helped me through a lot of tests uh, school as getting, i'm sure as i'm sure it has for a lot of people um being a young mom yeah it gets me through the day i look forward to it it's the best smell ever oh, the one thing i do want to bring up is i actually started doing this a little more is that you should it says you should wait yeah. one hour before having coffee when you wake up in the morning because your hormones that help you wake up yeah. take about an hour to work. That's correct. So if you drink within the first hour of waking up, those will start to diminish or those won't work properly, those those hormones. So that is one thing I do want to throw in there that I did read that and I think I had already done that, but 
now I actually pay attention to it and because I actually He does do it. it because his coffee takes that long to make. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the well, freaking so, cold brew machine. So, sometimes that too. It's not that bad, but <laughs> it's it, not that bad. But. It's not quite an hour, but it does take a little bit longer than a regular When I want uh, my coffee, I want my coffee. Yeah, that's fair. But uh yeah, that's just one little fact i guess we would throw it at the very end there you go all right well thanks uh, for listening guys yeah and sorry for the little bit of a hiatus here but uh we're back on the wagon we hope you enjoyed this uh episode and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon all right see ya